Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortwan, joined by co-host, Mark Daddy. How you doing tonight? Oh, man. I just planted a whole bunch of lilac trees in my house today. We just had a barbecue. I'm back at work. I've got a gin and ginger ale in hand. It, it's, it's just a great day. You sound tired. You sound more tired than great. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's good tired, you know? I've, I've got okay. like, this intense tan on. I mean... I mean, I was out in the sun for, like, about a week, you know, helping to develop a park, and uh, the intense sun and the 50-kilometer winds kind of burnt my skin intensely, but, I mean, like, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> and co-host Pan, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm kind of imagining Morg looking like, uh, looking like um, Clint Eastwood, but dark. <laughs> well, I I do, uh, you know, honestly, you can call me Wonder Bread. I don't care. Because, I mean, like, if I'm introduced to even just a little bit of heat, I get super toasted. Mm. I don't actually have a lot of problems with sunburn. Wonder why. Lucky you. Hmm. It happens. Anyways. <laughs> um, so tonight, we're going to be talking about Survivor Craft games. And we're going to define what that means, but essentially, think of Minecraft. There you go. You there survive you go. in craft. Um, so yeah, um, I guess let's just go ahead and, and get in. Well, first of all, thanks, uh, Wolfie, for the music. Always got to thank her, because it was free. <laughs> thank you, Wolfie. We and, appreciate uh, you. So yeah, uh, we're going to talk about Survivor Crafting games tonight, and... Um, this is actually a lot shorter list for all of us because, A, these games are typically very time-intensive and you don't really play a lot of different ones because you kind of usually find a good one and stick to it. Or they... I don't think they all necessarily feel the same, but it's not It's not like you finish it and you're like, okay, so what's the next experience I can have with this kind of similar thing like you do with like maybe an FPS or an RPG kind of deal. Exactly. Um... So yeah, this one's more like, uh, let's hunker down and see what we can do. Um, so, mm. uh, first of all, to define survivor craft, I would say that, A, we need survival. And survival can manifest in a lot of different ways. But I would say that almost all of these games that I've seen uh, in some way deal with needing resources and not just resources like let's say in the last of us i don't feel like something like the last of us would qualify where you craft craft things to quote unquote survive because you don't have to worry about eating you don't have to worry about sleeping you don't have to worry about bodily functions as you do with a lot of these games so to some degree does not count right? ladies and gentlemen well i mean like keeping your body alive and running you know what i mean yeah yeah like aside from physical harm which can be an aspect of survival of not getting killed but there's also you need to eat and you need to drink then and that kind of stuff uh, at least is anyone against that strict of a policy on survival or no so um, you have there's like some means by which you have to not die right but i would say i would take it a step further and say like not just from harm, but also from, like, sustenance. Oh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, so, I'm good. So there would be, like, multiple gauges. For example, there would be, like, you know, the risk of starvation or there would be a risk of, like, dying of thirst or, like, running out of air. Yeah, at least at least know, something yes. along those factor. lines. You don't yes. have to have them all. You could have one or two, you know. Like, I, I think that, you know, we, we mentioned Minecraft in the beginning of this. Minecraft's only survival aspect is food, is as far as I understand, right? Yeah, you don't have to yeah, drink right. anything. So... No, I, mean, I think obviously you can drown in that game, there. too. Uh, I think you can also, but that's more of like a harm kind of thing, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, the other part of it is you have to be able to craft, which means take something from its base parts and make something else out of it. I think it's all mm-hmm. the far you have to go on the crafting aspect. It doesn't have to necessarily be weapons or buildings or that kind of thing. It's just you have to be able to craft some stuff to make your life easier in some way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's about it for my version of a definition. Uh, Pan, do you have anything to add to that? No, I'm good with it. Yeah, it, it's pretty on it's pretty on point. I think that pretty much covers yeah. everything that we need in order to be able to specify what a what a survival craft is for sure. Right, and there's multiplayer ones and single player ones, so like we can't really get into a, too too much of a minutia of like game mechanics. It's pretty simple, survive and craft mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so I have three myself. Morg, you said you had two. Yeah, and got Pan two. has four. I have four, and I guarantee that two of them are on you guys' lists. So let's start with Pan. Go up to Morg. And then me, and then whatever's left over, we'll just <laughs> talk about. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Since this is going to be possibly much shorter. Sure. Okay, so, Pan, so what do you got? let's get this one out of the way. Minecraft. Yep, that's yep. on my list as well. Yeah, yep. same. Uh, 2011 by Notch, now owned by Microsoft Studios. Yeah. Um, so here's here's a fun fact. Um, I I loved playing Minecraft uh, way back in the day, which I don't know, maybe some of you listeners probably weren't even born yet back then. But the last time I played Minecraft was when they added the hunger mechanic. Because oh, I hated really? that. Yeah. Oh, so it didn't used to be a Survivor Craft game. No. Interesting. No, this was like a long time ago. It was just a sandbox game at that point, I would yeah, say. Yeah, when it was also like 10 bucks and you paid it straight to Notch. Hmm. Oh, the glory days. He got millions yeah. off of that, too. Millions. And Billion. then... With a B, No, dude. he got billions from Microsoft. He got... <laughs> okay, he got, okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he made... He was... He was independently wealthy before Microsoft bought that from him. Yeah. As far as I understand. Yeah, so, um, anyways, yeah, this was, like, back in college, so I'm talking, like, ten years ago for me when I played Minecraft, and to me, it was actually an exploration game. I just loved digging around, making my tiny little block fort, and exploring, and, uh, just wandering around the wilderness, which I could do because I didn't have to get hungry. Right. And or, I just, I just loved checking out the different ecosystems and the diff, like the way the world had spawned different things. 
Well, for me, I had never played it. Um, actually, this kind of came up uh, earlier today, Pan. I talked about a, uh, a friend of my ex's family. Or, no. A, fa- a friend of my ex's who was friends with the Chappelle's. Right, right. Her kids were super into Minecraft when it first came out. And were, like, all about showing me. Because they knew I played a lot of video games. Um and, you know, I relate to kids pretty well because I'm like, hey, have you played this game? And they're like, what? No, that's amazing. I, like, I, I get along with kids, if especially if video games are involved. But um, so I stood there and I watched them play it. And it was like they described it as Legos. And I'm like, but why wouldn't I just play with real Legos? Like, I was the super, like, <laughs> old crotchety person. Like, <laughs> I was just like. I mean, like, I love video games, but, like, if I'm in a video game, like, I want to be blowing stuff up or killing things or hunting things. Like, I don't, I don't want to play with Legos digitally. Like, that doesn't make sense. So, like, I, so, go ahead. I was just saying, like, the building aspect is really a lot of what a lot of people sort of, like, glom onto with Minecraft, especially early on, um, as far as so, I understand. Back in the day uh, when uh, when I got into Minecraft, uh, this was before they made, like, creative mode or whatever they call it, where you can, uh, like, just place blocks yeah, and add just, a 10 in them. Yeah, it's called creative mode, yeah. Yeah, creative mode. Okay. So, that, there used to not be creative mode. So, if you wanted, like, 500 gold blocks, you had to go out and find 500 gold blocks somewhere in the world. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. And uh, my, my husband, boyfriend at the time, spent weeks building a calculator with the the red cable block or whatever it was called back then (laughs) redstone i think you use it to like make like electrical cables and you can like do like actual electrical diagrams and stuff circuits and stuff with it so he built this like five miles by five miles calculator that could like count to 10 or something and he spent weeks like farming redstone to build it he was so proud (laughs) and then creative mode comes out and just flip the table just well, like I said, we both kind of got out of it right when uh, they started making, like, they started adding monsters and you could get hungry in it. Hmm. So they didn't have monsters back then? They were only on the surface. So, like, his, he built his, like, calculator, like, 10 or 20 feet underground and there were no monsters spawning down there. Oh, that's whole. So there was no skeletons and bats? I don't recall they... bats. There might have been skeletons, but they were pretty easy to, like, just trap off. Okay, so, in contrast, the first time I ever played Minecraft was last year on my Switch. Um, and don't you have two little kids who are, like, prime Minecraft age? Um, well, I mean, one of them's five and one of them's three, right? So, like... Oh, okay, okay, so they're a little younger than I thought. My bad. Yeah, so, like, they could probably play. They like it. So, like, when, when I was playing it with uh, with my brother, actually, on the Switch, we put my version up on the TV so the kids could see it uh, if they were there. And I, I would basically, I'd be like, okay, so what do we want to do next? And I would sort of, like, do it for her, uh, my older daughter, because my younger daughter uh-huh. was just not interested. And um, she really likes rabbits. So we caught rabbits and sort of put them in a pen. Um and that's basically what I did. Like, I don't... We built a house, and then we built, like, that kind of stuff. Like, the, the problem I have with uh, Minecraft is I don't... I like games with at least some direction. 
Like, I, I don't do very well with, like, a t- complete open world. And it's like, hey, do whatever you want. And I'm like, but I don't. What's the point? Like, I'll play around for a little while, but then I just sort of leave eventually. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> that explains why you got over Animal Crossing so quick. Yes, it did. Because <laughs> it was fun. But, yeah, I'm just sort of like, oh, well, also the fact that my daughter clear cut my forest, which I repaired, but that killed a lot of my drive in that game as well. I was like, ah. Yep. Ugh. <laughs> Morg, you have much to say about Minecraft? Uh, not really much. I mean, like, I'm not very good at the game, but I mean, like, uh, my brother has played it quite a lot, and he is extremely devious. Um, he actually built, he builds a lot of his forts inside of mountains, and so what he'll do is, um, he doesn't build anything to be permanent, he designs them all to be death traps, so he's kind of like a DM in that sort of a sense, so, like, he'll build, like, these crazy pitfall traps where, like, the floor panels will actually, like, start to splay apart, and then people will drop into, like, a pit of lava, or he'll, like, lay it out so in that way there will be, like, pressure plates that will actually detonate, like, uh, tons and tons of dynamite that line the whole place. And so whenever they, like, go in to try and steal, like, his diamonds or whatever or stuff like that, he'll just blow them the hell up. And in fact, I think he actually planted so much dynamite that it actually blew up the entire mountain that he had built his entire fortress in. <laughs> and... <laughs> It was so funny, and then he all, and then he took it to the next step where he figured out where people would spawn if they died, and then he would wait there, with uh with like a fire bow and arrow set, and he would have them like spawn inside of a little cage, and then he would just shoot them, and he just trolled people so hard. It was so funny. I don't think oh. I would want to play Minecraft with your brother. Oh no, he he does that to to get back at people who like purposely um, try to go into like other people's servers and destroy everything. So like he actually built, like like he 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 set his server so then that way he could actually troll the trolls and just have his way with them. It was so funny though whenever he did it. He's the anti-troll. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my. He it's hilarious. He 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 loves doing that to people. He loves playing those kinds of games. Oh jeez. Yeah, like, that's always been, like, a thing of online gaming is, like, there's just the jerks and the people that just want to troll people, and eventually there's an anti-troll. Well, the thing is, is that because of the creative aspect of it and because of the fact that you can design the game to be, to, so that it can be a death trap for your players, that makes it fun. You know, finding ways to be able to subvert people's expectations and like, oh, I'm just going to destroy the stuff in this guy's server. And then it's like, <laughs> joke's on you. I made this especially for you and you're going to love it. And by love it, <laughs> I mean hate it. That's where the real fun is in it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about Enderman or any other monsters. The only monster you got to deal with is me. And that's oh. where the real fun is. Let me tell you what. I don't know what it is about the Endermen, but it has not been since, um, I don't know, middle school that I've been afraid of something in a game. The first time I saw an Enderman, I literally jumped, and I was like 31. The fact that you can teleport and steal your blocks and kill you so quick, it's terrifying. So I, I used to just, just like um Just I used seeing to spawn them a whole makes bunch me nervous all over the place. 
So then that way, whenever he teleported, and then, like, if he would come after me, I'd be like, nah, nah, you have to go through all these cacti, buddy. You've got to get past all these different barriers before you can get to me. I'm not letting you get anywhere near me. So then I'd have, like, these fence lines made entirely of cactus. And then if anything ever came anywhere near them, they would take damage. So, like, even creepers, mm -hmm. like, if they'd take damage from that, then obviously they'd sizzle and blow up. But, I mean, um... I think you can also, like, get away with, like, if there are, like, zombies or skeletons or whatever, you can dig, like, just a two-block pit, and they'll just fall inside of it, and they can't get out. Simple yeah. as that. And I think you can also, like, do um, nifty little traps or contraptions where you set it so in that way they fall into a pit, and then you fill the pit with water, and then they just drown. Um mm -hmm. Honestly, there's a lot to yeah. There's a lot to this game that actually can make it really, really fun. But for the, for me, the most fun that I have is just digging tunnels and just creating these elaborate mazes and just loading it up with torches. So then that way, I've just got like this huge labyrinth underground that I can just hang out in and then just like turn it into like uh, the biggest man pad that you can. It's just so fun. All right. Um, yeah, I just, Enders still kind of creep me out. I, I I don't know what it is, but the design of them or something, it's just, it's just creepy to me. Just in general. They, they, it still makes my, you know, nerves kind of light up when I see them now. Like I played maybe a couple months ago again. Uh, I've got PC. actually a very... I've got a very special tip for you. Um, if you do um, get a little worried about running into an Enderman, just wear a jack-o'-lantern over your head, and you can oh, stare I, at I, him, and he won't come after you. But I mean, I, um, uh, if you, if I you purposely don't have rush one, getting uh, higher-end weapons for them. Like I just, yeah. <laughs> I just I mean, like, like no, it, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, like, if you are worried about him killing you too early, the best thing that you can do is just look down. Don't look at his eyes, or otherwise he'll come directly at you. That's that's something that you that I found out is that um, Enderman will not chase after you if you don't look at him. I mean, if you if you glance at him and see him, then you know you can just turn around, walk the other way, and you know he won't he won't attack you. But I mean, if you if you look at him, like if you can if you make direct eye contact with him, that's when you're in trouble. Um, that's something that I figured out um, the hard way. And um, if you do happen to make, like, a, an underground fortress, um, light everything with torches because dark areas spawn monsters like crazy. And... Yep. Yeah, you don't want spiders or skeletons or zombies just spawning in your little pad and, you know... I want spiders because they make silk. Yeah, spiders are great for making the silk. But, yeah, um having zombies and skeletons and creepers just spawning willy-nilly inside of your hut. Not fun. Not fun at all. No, no, no. No, the house is lit with torches, that's for sure. Okay. Um, so, Morg, what, what's your uh, what's your entrant on this list? Well, <laughs> well, since Minecraft is now officially off the list, I'm going to go with my oh, good old-fashioned Subnautica because, whoo, that is such a great craft, um, uh, survival craft game. Um, yeah. Now yeah, I watched this that, when yeah. it was just the Reaper and oh, they, a few oh. other monsters. We, we've we've talked about this since, where you actually mm -hmm. talked about the different monsters. Now, um, yeah. But I but I saw like Jacksepticeye's initial playthroughs of this, um, maybe his first three or four episodes, and this was back in 2014? Mm -hmm. 15 maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that was when the game was still like a, a work in progress. I think it was still in its alpha ages. Um, yes, beta or something. Yeah. Yeah, that, that it's a totally different game from what it was back then. Um, back then, the Cyclops, which is your big submarine, it didn't mm -hmm. really, it, it couldn't be targeted or take damage. But now, um, now it's it's very susceptible to being absolutely decimated by like uh, dragon leviathans. Um, especially when you get into, like, the lower areas of the game. Um, it's definitely something to worry about. Um, when okay. I first got the game, yeah, uh, I got the, I got the finished product, which was, like, the official stuff, and it's loaded with a whole bunch of things. Like, you get more than just the Reaper Leviathans, which are terrifying, but they're not the scariest ones. Um, there's also, uh, I believe Ghost Leviathans, there is the, uh, Warper Leviathan, which um, can hit you with a projectile that actually... It's really, really scary. It, uh, it'll shoot a, a ball of energy at you. And if that ball of energy touches you, it will teleport you outside of your vehicle and into the water out in the open where you're really vulnerable. And that is just right. absolutely terrifying. Especially because it's got like these weird scythe sickly um, appendages where it can just claw you to pieces. Um... The Ghost Leviathan is absolutely terrifying just for the simple fact that it just it doesn't have teeth, but it kills you. Um, I found out um, uh, from uh, having watched Markiplier's playthrough uh, that if you actually um, swim out far enough out into the far reaches where the map is like um, no longer existent, like if you're outside of like the coral reefy areas and outside of all the other biomes and you just go into the vast abyss that is out in out in the far reaches um yeah. you will get attacked and killed by a ghost leviathan um but there's also like um hidden caverns underneath where you can uh, run into ghost leviathans there's like some sort of a crazy leviathan graveyard where there's like these massive bones and like um you know dead carcasses and stuff like that um but um you know, aside from that, and then there's also the Dragon Leviathans, which are, like, in the volcanic regions, which actually go out and they will kill and eat Reaper Leviathans and bring them down to the area. They breathe fireballs, the, the works. They're pretty much like Bowser underwater, and they're probably the most dangerous <laughs> ones. Um, but uh, the main focus of uh, why I would say that it is uh, definitely a survival crap game, aside from the survival aspect where you have to deal with, like, these underwater creatures that are just littering the place all over... Um, that could be extremely dangerous. Well, you, you have, also to have to eat and yeah. drink, right? You yeah, have to you actually have, to... have fresh water. Yeah, yeah. You have to have fresh water. Um, you have to be able to supply yourself with enough food to be able to survive uh, every day. You have to um, monitor the amount of oxygen that you have available to you. Um, okay. You have to um, you have to build like shelters under. You, know, you can build shelters underground or like underwater. You can build them on land. Um, you can, uh, yeah, you can, like, recover, like, uh, technology from, like, your crashed ship or from other crashed ships that actually come and try to come and save you. Um, you end up actually um, getting a nasty virus um, off the planet, and before you can even leave the planet, you have to be able to get rid of the, the contagion that is on you. Then you have to, like, de deactivate, like, this... Um, uh, how do I describe it? It, it? It's like this giant cannon that is designed to like try and repel um, ships from like coming into uh, coming onto the planet or even leaving it. So it's kind of like a quarantined planet. Uh, probably 
not the best time to be talking about quarantine, but I mean... <laughs> I mean, but, um, I don't think people are that sensitive, but okay. No, no, but I mean, like, um, the idea is that, yeah, you've got this virus on you, and you're trying to get rid of it before it kills you, so... Um, I'm not sure really if you have like really a time limit. It's more storyline based stuff, but I mean like as you progress through the game, you get more access to technologies, all these different types of like uh, schematics for like different vehicles that you have access to. You can get certain different parts. Um, you can scan items to get blueprints, and then you have to just get materials in order to be able to craft things. Um, and you can uh, even um, model the inside of your house to even have like farm like farmable equipment for you to be able to like um, you know you can have aquariums you can have indoor gardens um, like you can basically customize it so and, oh yeah and you can also have like a a desalination uh, system inside your um, not the vehicles but like inside of your um, base um yeah yeah inside your base so then that way you can get access to salt minerals and then fresh water so like there's quite a lot of there are a lot of nuances to the game that make it um it's very engaging it's kind of complex but it is it's it's not overwhelming which is why i would like to say it, it it gives you a lot of things to do that you know are necessary to, for for your survival in the game so you're pretty much like going through your daily checklist to make sure that everything is okay just trying to survive in the game and you know looking forward to like the next big thing that you have on on your projects like in your project list in order for you to be able to get ahead or at least further ahead as you're playing the game, which makes it super fun. I love that game. So okay. I've been uh, watching this trailer while you were talking. This is a damn pretty game. It is beautiful. And it's terrifying. Oh my god, it's a scary game. Yeah, I, I've only ever watched it. I, I've never played it. I've never had any interest to. But... Oh. Um, I, I think you'd the, like. I think you would like it. I mean, if, if the you different were leviathans like... do intrigue me, and I, and I did look that up when you talked about it uh, months mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're into monster uh, monster ecologies, and if you've ever <laughs> played, um, uh, it kind of reminds me of, and you really it, enjoyed like the daily checklists and stuff like that. Um, I think, and also if you do like Minecraft, I think that this might actually hold like a special place um for um survival craft games if that's something that people would definitely be interested in which i believe that they would be and it still holds up as a really decent game even now i think it was like when was it made uh steam says it was it was uh released out of alpha in 2018 2018 yeah yeah um, it kind of reminds me of Abzu, although Abzu is purely exploration, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are some exploration aspects to the game, but it is mostly, like, survival and crafting a lot of stuff. Like, I kind of want to get this on PlayStation 4 so I can put on the VR headset. I'd highly recommend this game, for sure. This is probably one of my all-time favorite games. Wow. Yeah, well, it's on the wish list. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I am very intrigued, and I just love how pretty this is. There's also kind of... I don't like horror games, but I do like creepy underwater games because of the special place in my heart that Echo the Dolphin holds. Mm -hmm. and I, the I think biomes. there's something... 
Oh, I think uh, there's yeah, something you, very yeah. special about underwater environments in general. Like I love, oh yeah, I love yeah. underwater aesthetics. Now, what 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 I don't see a lot is I would love to see a lot of freshwater underwater aesthetics in games too. We oh, don't yeah. see that yeah. a lot. Um, I've been fascinated that with that since movies like Anaconda and Lake Placid and that kind Ooh. of stuff. Like, um, <laughs> now granted, those are more thriller slash horror movies, right? But I've always thought those inter- those those environment environments where freshwater fish are are really fascinating and that kind of stuff. Because I mean, I I grew up here in in rural rural Ohio, and if you wanted to go swimming, you could drive a half hour to the public pool in this in town, or you could go out to like Pike Lake or Lake White or stuff like that and go swimming at these lakes. And I always found it fascinating because you every kid opens up their eyes in the water, right? So like, it's just such a weird, different alien world underwater. And I've always wanted to see a freshwater game, which is kind of why I got into the Bass Pro Fishing games a little bit, because it shows you those. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Bass Pro. Yeah, uh, it's, I I do enjoy the the aesthetic. So this is a consideration, at least. Mm -hmm. For me. So that's my that's my one game that I have for you guys. <laughs> Since we eliminated one, um, pretty much. So, so I have one, and I'm not sure if you guys have this because I haven't heard a lot about it. I haven't heard a lot about it from anyone or anything. Which is don't starve together. Also, don't starve. Together I had don't starve on my list. Oh yeah. Uh... Um. So don't starve is a game that I played briefly. Um. This was because, uh, so I played Don't Starve Together, uh, and at the time, it was with my brother-in-law, his significant other, and my ex, uh, and the four oh. of us. And now, I don't really have any hang like, there's a lot of hang-ups between me and my ex, for, for me personally, like, playing different games, or doing, that's why I won't ever finish God of War, that's why I have a problem with The Witcher 3, like, stuff, games like that, where we were, uh-huh. like, doing that together. This one, I don't really have a lot of problems with, I just didn't like it. <laughs> Like, it was just a disaster to play with. Um, first of all, my brother-in-law, I lo- I really like the guy. He's a really cool guy. Um, he's just terrible at video games. Just terrible. Gets confused very easily. And don't starve together is like you're working together to survive. And if you have a weak link, like, you're kind of out. Yeah. Everybody goes down together, yeah. Um, That's, that's kind of my story with it, too. Yeah, so like... Uh, and then my ex-wife, who I played games with her occasionally. She's not much of a gamer, but she liked the idea of it, I guess. Um, okay, well, well, let's let's describe Don't Starve before we get into the how, how shitty our significant others are at playing it. Well, okay. So, Whoa. yeah, so Don't Starve... <laughs> Don't Starve is this top-down... Um, you're you're basically this, this dude in, in the original game that looks kind of like... Um, the guy from Corpse Bride. He looks kind of like Edgar Allan Poe. Is what he's kind of supposed to look like. Okay. Does he have that Tim Maybe. Burton-y feel to him? Yes, yes. It looks like Tim Burton made up this game. Yes. Yeah, and Corpse Bride was the Tim Burton film with the dead wife thing. <laughs> I thought you were about I, to say I, the Tim Burton film with Johnny Depp. I mean, yes, Johnny Depp does play the main character. A voice so like Charlie Chocolate Factory kind of Tim Burton um, Jim. You know? No, no, hang on, hang on. We'll get meek. a picture. We'll get a picture. 
or he's Edward very... Scissorhands. Uh, more like that. More like that in personality. It, it, but the the aesthetic is a very sort of like dark and gloomy sort of world, and you have to go and find food. And you have to craft things to be able to get things. I didn't get far enough to really survive. I don't think we ever survived that long. Uh, you also can make weapons to fight some of the things. But, like, it's not suggested that you fight things. Because they're just, like, crazy more powerful than you. Um, especially, like, this this weird, like, darkness apparition thing. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's totally what... Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> okay, so... Don't Starve is kind of on my list. I keep pushing you guys to try to do Lovecraft-inspired games. Mm-hmm. And Don't Starve is definitely like a Lovecraft-inspired game. Okay. There's lots of little creepy things about the world that just aren't quite right, or there's lots of little screwy things that are just, like, mess with you and your perceptions of how things go. Yes, and you can go insane, which is a very yeah. Lovecraft thing. Yeah, two, the two thing, the two resor- er, resources, not the two uh, sort of health things you have to manage are hunger and sanity. Mm-hmm. Right, and you lose a lot of sanity fighting monsters. Yeah, and like just looking at some monsters causes you to lose sanity. And like the more you survive, the more you unlock more characters. And uh, like there's one character who like she's a pyromaniac. And if she loses too much sanity, she'll start just randomly setting everything on fire as you walk around. Mm-hmm. But she also gains sanity from setting things on fire. Hmm. That's 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 well adjusted. <laughs> yeah, but she also she'll also start taking sanity penalties if uh, you go too long without setting something on fire. She's actually one of my favorites because it's so easy to regain sanity with her. Hmm. Okay. I I just had like a little forest section of the map where I would just set it on fire every now and again. And then I'd go replant trees uh, after it all burned down. Hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I played the lumberjack dude. Oh I yeah, he's good too. Um, and he gained sanity by cutting down trees, which was cool. He also grows a beard, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, and his beard keeps him warm in the winter. I was. Uh, I'm, I'm very much into the beard thing, considering I have a beard. So. Yeah, and then uh, and when you when he shaves, he also gains some sanity from shaving. I think. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I could be wrong. It's been a little while since I've played this. Yeah, this was like um, so. Don't Starve was released in 2016 by Cly Entertainment. It had to have been then that I played Don't Starve Together. I should say Don't Starve was released before this. Don't Starve Together is just a multiplayer version of the same game. Yeah. Um, um, well, I was, I was getting around to the, to the story, not really to, to harp on my ex-wife, but basically she's not very good on, good at games generally. So I was like the best one at games, but, um, my brother-in-law's significant other was the one who was most versed in Don't Starve and they're pretty good at games too, but it was us trying to coerce our significant others to do the right thing, both of which are very stubborn and don't. Well, obviously, because they're related, right? And, like, don't really like to, um, I don't know. They like to do things their way and not, like, listen. And it's oh. hard to be in a cooperative game and be, like, the one that's, like... Now, granted, I didn't know a lot of the game, so I was getting a lot of information on what to do from, um, you know, my in-law. But <laughs> at the same time, like, we just couldn't... 
we we just couldn't uh, like um like just we couldn't do it so we played like four different nights actually for a couple hours every night and just we couldn't make it work like (laughs) oh man it was uh it was uh, it was bad, and then it turned into like, hey, let's play a D and D campaign instead, DM by me, and that also went very bad because no one knew how to play it but me. So that was that was bad. <laughs> but overall, I could see this game being fun with the right people. <laughs> yeah. So um, I got Don't Starve right when it came out. I think. God, there was there was some YouTuber that I was really into back then who played it. It might have been Total Biscuit, but I can't recall. And I, just I miss saw that it. guy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it was Total Biscuit that I saw play it like right when it came out, and I was just like, oh my god, I'm sold on this game. Yeah, so that'd I be went 2013. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a long time ago, so I bought it and I played the crap out of it for uh for about two months. Mm-hmm. And I didn't play it much, and then Don't Starve Together came out, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, Steve, let's play this game together. And it turns out he's really shit at it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we, yeah, um, we had, oh, we played too. it together once <laughs> for, like, six hours or so, and then never again. Aww. Um, anyways, uh, I really like Don't Starve. Um, Don't Starve Together did not live up to the promise that I had hoped it would be because we've like been constantly looking for a game we can play together ever since we did everything in Civ Five. Yeah, Civ. Oh, I like that game. I don't like Six though. Six Six irks me. I learned. We, we can get into that later um, if you want. Um, but uh, yeah. I uh, I really like Don't Starve because it's it's also kind of a neat roguelike. It's it does it or does it count as a roguelike? I forget. Do you get to save stuff? Does stuff follow when you die, or do you get to keep it? Uh, depend. Yeah, I think that is a option for roguelikes. Yeah, okay. I think that is. I don't think it's necessary, but yeah. Okay, so yeah, um, yeah, Don't Starve is one of it was one of my favorite games for a long time. Um. I haven't played it in ages because my computer stopped talking to my Xbox controller. Oh. And I refuse to play this game with a mouse and keyboard. Well, you guys have a PS4, right? Yeah, I could get it on PS4, I suppose. Well, no, no. That's how I play Monster Hunter on the PC, is a PS4 controller. Oh, uh, well, as it turned out, uh, my USB ports all just one by one died. Now I'm just waiting to get a new computer. Oh, so it's the USB port. Itself, yeah, they they stopped that. talking. Yeah, they stopped talking to my Xbox controller, and then uh, then they stopped talking to a lot of other things. And now I've got just like two good USB ports that my mouse and keyboard are in, <laughs> which is needed to operate the thing. So yeah, yeah that makes but, sense. So yeah, that's so I don't play Don't Starve on my computer anymore because I uh, don't have I don't have a controller. But someday, maybe in like six months, when I get a new computer, I do believe I played it mouse and keyboard when I played. Because I have never plugged a controller into my PC until playing Monster Hunter World recently. Oh, see, I I would much, and I I'm about to I'm about to anger a bunch of people here. For mm-hmm. most games, I would much rather have a controller in my hand than the mouse and keyboard. That's Granted, fine. I don't that, that doesn't count that. for that doesn't count for the strategy games. That doesn't count for the strategy games. Yeah, it just makes things slower in a strategy game. 
Yeah, no, no, no. For strategy games, I'll do mouse and keyboard. But for most games, yeah. I like having a, a controller. Yeah, if, if you have to... So, like, a lot of people swear by FPS on mouse and keyboard. Uh, Morg, since you're, you're also more versed in FPS games, I, I'd like to hear your opinion on this as well. I do not on... swear by mouse for an FPS game. The first time... I actually had Ooh. adjustment issues playing Doom Eternal with a mouse and keyboard. I was really? actually kind of like... I kind of want to play a controller, but I didn't because I didn't have a controller because at that time I didn't know you could use your PS4 because it was Morg who actually told me that you could do that. Yeah. Uh, Morg or yeah. Gog, one of you two. Um, I bet you it was Gog, but I mean, like, I'm very familiar with, like, the old school style of playing with mouse and keyboard for shooters because that was that was definitely I mean, it's how I played Doom, I was, when I was like classic Doom. Um, yeah. I played classic Doom. I've played um, all of the Unreal. A lot of the Unreal tournaments that I've played were on that. Half Life was on mouse and keyboard. Um, uh, Serious Sam just, was also on I, I, um, mouse and keyboard that I played. Um, there wasn't actually a time when I really was getting into like um, controllers like on console until I was like you know starting to play like Halo with a, a couple of friends who thought that it was a fun idea or like Call of Duty. Or um, some of the later games that now that I now have right now, like like Doom Eternal or like Doom 2016, which I now have. Um, but yeah, um, I was traditionally a mouse and keyboard guy for for the longest time, and I can actually go back and still play those games, uh, like Republic Commando, which I'm actually playing right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, so like I've always done both, and I could see why why you would like a controller pan, especially for something like don't starve because that doesn't require exactly precise movement. Right. And it's, I find that's what, what I was having trouble with when I went back to a mouse and keyboard with certain games. Cause I was like, it's almost like I have to care too much about where my mouse is more so than like, it's weird, but it's like, I'm, I kind of just like want to sort of chill and play and that kind of thing. Like, Oh god, I can't imagine playing Monster Hunter with a mouse and keyboard. Dear God, f that. I didn't even try. <laughs> I, I just I wouldn't. But like, I I played Don't Starve with mouse and keyboard, but like I don't even remember the controls. I, I it was probably WASD to move, but like, I didn't find the controls that stunning either. So I, I get that. So, uh, real quick, I was just kind of skimming the uh, Don't Starve Wikipedia page while you guys were talking about mouse and keyboard uh, mm -hmm. options. Apparently, the, the main developer behind it uh, was super going for a Tim Burton and uh, H.P. Lovecraft aesthetic. Oh, so, so like, yeah, they it. achieved it. <laughs> yeah, 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 because uh, it definitely looks like the dude from Corpse Bride. Yeah. Um, yeah, he said uh, he said in an interview that he was going for like a horror steampunk uh, Tim Burton Lovecraft and like mishmash. He uh, he, he nailed it. it. Yeah, like down to the down to the letter. Especially the yeah. main character, like the main yeah, character Wilson. that's on a lot Wilson of stuff. Wilson is his name. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't play as him actually. Um, um the in law played as him. The the the, the one that that knew how to play okay oh and i i do like um i do like the whole um the yaks or whatever the yaks are super cool looking I beefalo yeah the beefalo oh my god 
so like one of my main strategies i forget why god why was it i needed so much oh yeah you need like a ton of their poop to make like farms for your food (laughs) and i like made this giant fence to like cage in the yaks and when i was playing it with my husband he was like why do we gotta go or beefalo he's like why do we gotta go pick up all this poop i'm like we don't pick up enough poop we're going to starve this winter because you can like fertilize the plants with poop to make them grow real fast so I'd get like massive amounts of uh, beefalo poop and then just spam it on the plants so that way I'd have like tons and tons of plants. Oh, you know, looking at the the stuff, I just found the girl who sets things on fire. She looks nuts. Oh yeah, she has. She has no pupils. Well, everyone else's eyes are black. What was her and name? Her eyes. Are- uh, I'm not seeing a name. A oh, willow? Willow. Right there. An animated short. Willow from the ashes. Huh. Yeah. I'm putting a picture of this in the chat so more can see. She looked creepy. Yeah, and she starts <laughs> with like a Zippo lighter. Oh yeah, Jeez. another nifty thing. Because she always has that Zippo lighter. Like if you get stuck oh, out wow. in the dark, you always have a torch on you. Okay, this is that's like good. this is pretty goth. I kind of like the aesthetics of this. Oh game. yeah, it is very. So because like if if you get stuck away from like any sources of light in the dark, you take like massive amounts of uh, damage, and you can only last a few seconds. Ooh. Um, yeah. But Willow always has her lighter on her, so if you get stuck out in the dark, she'll just whip out her lighter, and you've got a little tiny torch. Yep. Looks amazing. Um, it's actually not normally my kind of aesthetic, but I I do remember enjoying it. I'm just not a big Tim Burton fan in general. (laughs) Good movies, though. Just, I don't get obsessed with them. Alright, so Don't Starve by Cly Entertainment. Uh, originally released, uh, on the PC in 2013, but it looks like you can get it on pretty much any platform now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing Xbox, it's a, PlayStation, yeah. It's on Android, it's on iPhone, it's on Wii U. Mm-hmm. It's on the Vita. It's on the fucking Vita. A lot Are of things were on the Vita. Me? Except for Monster Hunter, which is what killed the Vita. Um, yeah, you can get it on any system. Um, the Switch port came out uh, pretty much right after the Switch came out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't even remember it coming out. But I, I've seen, you know, just perusing through games on the Switch that it's there, and I just I, I don't know. That that bad experience of playing it with the, those people were just like, ah. <laughs> nah. I mean, if it's not your bag, it's not your bag. So you know. Yeah, that's true. It looks it looks like if things are going well, it could be fun though. Alright, what's our next game? Well, I only have one more before I get into shoutouts. Uh, Morg, you said you're spent, so you did Subnautica and Minecraft. Yeah, we and pretty much got covered. Mine those. is one that we've already talked about a couple times, actually. Which is oh, Rim really? And, oh, shit! And I, I didn't even think about that as a Survivor Craft game. Yeah, yeah you definitely have to survive and craft. Like, you have to... 
you have to build shelters and stuff, but I've already said a lot about RimWorld, especially when I talked about I played it after we picked, you know, after you had suggested it uh, in one of our episodes, and you and Hippo and talked about the whole thing. Oh, funny, funny follow-up. Remember I had told you that, that, you know, I wrongly had named you, me, and Hippo in a game? Uh-huh. By coincidence, I'm not even kidding, by coincidence, and uh, I've been also been playing XCOM, one of my soldiers is a girl named Pan. And that was not named. <laughs> that was not named. Um, and she's actually pretty good. She's a heavy, I think. Um, Damn, I wanted to be an assault or a sniper. Assaults sorry. are the best. Uh, I'm still learning on which ones are good. I actually prefer the heavies right now because they intended to do most of my leg work. But I do like the snipers. Um, putting them on Overwatch on a high area, so good. Um, that's true. That's fun. But yeah, uh, so RimWorld was my last one, but I don't feel like we have much else to say on that because we've talked about that recently a couple times. Um, yeah, quite a lot actually. But it is a good game. Morg's no, like, no please, for, for God's sake, don't talk about RimWorld anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. we pretty much covered all that we can on it. Um, so what else was on your list, Pan? Well, I've got Terraria. Oh, yeah. Good choice. Yeah, my brother, Good choice. My brother has recently been playing that. Um, so my a friend of his, ours, I should say, um, he, he's closer to my brother than me, but uh, he had, like, he bought, like, a pack on Steam that had, like, three other copies, like a play oh, together yeah. pack. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was offering to give it to a couple people for free because he wanted things to play with people in quarantine so we gave a free copy to my brother he offered one to me but i was like it does not look like my kind of game i'm sorry like i appreciate the gesture but i'm just going to keep playing like at that time i think i was just playing um rim world and that kind of stuff um i was just like nah, i'm good uh but yeah my brother has actually 100 of the achievements in terraria recently <laughs> like i think he's oh, down wow like he, oh, he had to do fishing quests, and that was it. My brother, when he gets, he finds a way to do things very quickly if he wants to. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Terraria. I don't know much about it other than he did all the fishing quests for his last achievements. Morg, have you played it? Um, I've actually watched uh, Tuna. Um, like, if you guys ever watched like the Monster Hunter Math guys, uh, Jin Jinx and Tuna. Um, Tuna actually does like streams on Twitch. And mm -hmm. um, I've watched him play um, quite a bit of Terraria. Um, it, it's it's kind of a cool game. It kind of reminds me of um, oh, what was that rogue type uh, that um, uh, you guys were playing for side quest? Uh, it was the one Noita? where Noita. Yeah, it, it kind of has elements of Noita to it, but it also has it, it's it's kind of weird the way I don't know how to describe it. It kind of has like. like elements of minecraft but like in a 2d platformer format kind of style of the game but it's cool i like it hmm okay well okay. pan explain to us a little bit more okay. what this is so terraria now again terraria is another one where i haven't played it in ages so it's probably gotten quite different from when i played it back in my day but Terraria is a 2D platformer uh, that originally was billed as, like, Minecraft with monsters. Yeah. Essentially so, yeah. Um, until they got monsters. Yeah, until they got <laughs> monsters in Minecraft. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a 2D platformer where you, uh, you're just plopped down onto a plane with, like, this guy who, like, tells you tutorial stuff. And you have to, like, build up a little house for him. And when you build up a little house for him, more NPCs show up. And you can build your house bigger and bigger so more NPCs show up. You can get, like, a nurse who will heal you. Um, you can get, like, an, a merchant who will sell you stuff. All kinds of things like that. And you just, like, dig around and find resources and fight monsters. And, like, there's some monsters that will only spawn in certain biomes. So, like, you dig up certain, like, enough little cubes of, like, clay or whatever and then plant them somewhere. You can turn the biome into a jungle. It's yeah. There's other biomes and stuff. I never played around with that too much because I, honestly, I like exploring in games. So I would always just explore to the ends of the earth until I found a natural jungle or something like that. And mm -hmm. you can, of course, dig down, and if you dig down far enough, you eventually get to hell, and there's all kinds of, like, hell monsters there. And yeah. there's Yeah, there's various, uh, like, boss monsters that you can fight, and there are only, there's very specific conditions under which they will spawn, and you have to find, like, their spawn key items to force them to spawn after you fulfill other conditions. Hmm. But, yeah, it's, it's very, uh, it's very combat-focused, as opposed to Minecraft, which isn't necessarily as combat-focused, I think. I don't yeah, know. I haven't, yeah. I haven't played Minecraft in like 10 years, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, Minecraft, the, it doesn't really focus that much on the combat. I mean, there are elements of of combat in it, and yeah, I mean, like, there's a world that you go <coughs> to um, where there's just nothing but Endermen, and then there's, like, the Ender Dragon at the very end that you can kill, but it's, like, stupidly hard. But, I mean, that's not really the focus of Minecraft as far as I'm aware of. But with Runeterra... Right. Um, yeah, yeah, there's there's definitely more, it, it's more combat-oriented um, for a survival crowd game than, um, you know, most other games would be designed. Whereas, you know, it, it, how, how do I put this? Like, when you think of a survival game, you don't think really about the combat as much as it is, like, you know, you're trying to survive. With combat, it's more like, you know, a battle between, like, two equal forces as opposed to, you know, you just trying to stay alive, you know, where you're at huge disadvantages in your environments. Yeah. Um, oh, fun fact I, about I Terraria. That, uh, yeah. A huge major update came out for it today. Yes. Oh. That, that's what my that's what my brother was trying to 100% before that came out today. It's an expansion, I think they're calling it, right? Yes, yeah, and oh. it's like the last major update they're planning for it as far as what I've heard. Oh, yeah, yeah I heard about that. Yeah, it's called Journey's yeah. End. And, yeah, there's all sorts of bosses and stuff. I've briefly seen my brother play it. Like, I, I'll go up and, and, and talk to him while he's playing every once in a while. But, like, I'm not... Uh, I'm not really versed. I know it's 2D. I know it's, you know, like, Mario perspective of 2D. But yeah, that's about it. <laughs> mm hmm So I bought this game for, like, $2.50 on a Steam nice. sale, like, 10 years ago. And it was probably, like, no, FTL was the best $2.50 I ever spent. Because I also bought that for $2.50. I got FTL oh, wow. for a dollar, so I, I, yeah. I'm with you there. But Terraria is the second best $2.50 I've ever spent. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, I, I played this game a ton when I was an undergrad because I had this like crappy little laptop that could basically run FTL and Terraria and Minecraft and that was it. And yeah. I would just like go to my next class and I'd be like, well, I got an hour until my next class. Guess I'll uh, fire up Terraria. 
And I just, I, I never actually fought too many bosses. Um, I really just like exploring it and digging around and making my tunnels mm-hmm. and caves. Yeah, I, um, it's funny because uh, for me, the, the go-to of, hey, let's play something between classes was either Diablo 2 or, or uh, Doom, classic Doom. Like, uh, that's actually how one of my good friend college friends and I met is I was bored in class and I just started playing Doom on my laptop in class because it was just so mine. It was one of those like introduction to college classes and like let's do a oh, group yep. project. <laughs> let's do a group project where you guys are to meet sometime after school at a landmark somewhere in Columbus, Ohio that we will consider that you as a group will consider a landmark and do a paper on what's considered a landmark and have a group photo. And, like, that was the project. And I was like, cool. And we ended up being paired together. And he was like, were you playing Doom on your laptop? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I was. No judgments here, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, college days. That was a long time ago for me, though. I graduated in, what, 2009? Yeah. That's when I started college. Although I started college kind of late. I was in yeah, I, uh, in 2009. I had, I had exactly one month off between graduating senior year of high school and then I started college the next month. Like, I didn't have a summer after high school. Yeah, I... Started, I, I, I went year-round also for college. So I was out within... Before three years. Two years, eight months, I was out. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> It didn't um, feel that way. <laughs> well, uh, if if you ever want to watch a good Let's Play of Terraria, uh, Total Biscuit and Jesse Cox did one back in the day. Yes, and, and that, that's that was, I was I was going to suggest that that's how I knew about this game to begin with is that 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 playthrough. I never watched it, but they talked about it a lot on their podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a really good, fun one to watch, um, and I think that was like one of the earlier projects that group all did together. Yes. Yeah, so they yeah, made a lot of jokes if they were going to go back and do it or not. I think they actually did at one point. Yeah, they did at one point because there was a major update. But then I think yeah. they, they did that and then that was that because I think he got sick pretty quick after that. Ah, uh, it's sad. Yeah. Poor TB. We'll miss you. Yep. But yeah, Terraria, um, a great little game. You can get it real cheap on GOG or Steam or wherever. It's on every... Pl- I think it's on like every video game platform you can possibly buy video games for. I know it's on GOG, because I've seen it a couple times. I just... I think it's two R's. Yep. Yeah, uh... okay, yeah. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it's on everything. It's on uh, it's ten, iPhones, ten bucks. Androids. Yeah. Yeah, it's ten bucks, uh, or you wait for it to go on sale, because you can get it real cheap. Yep. And it has wonderful a lot music, to too. Uh, one thing um, that my brother talked about in, in great detail, apparently it's hard to get something like called a cell phone. I guess there's a cell phone in the game that does a lot of like, hey, you can teleport back to town and do all this other stuff with the cell phone. Like it predicts weather. Like basically a bunch of apps on your phone that do things uh-huh. in the game now. And apparently it's really hard to make because it's like a bunch of items sort of crafted together to eventually get a cell phone. And he's made, like, three because of the fishing quests he's been doing. But he's like, 
embarrassingly rich in the game because of like the the amount of time and like achievement hunting he was doing in it. So I that it was a big deal to him that he got a cell phone, and then like two days later, he's like, "I got a second cell phone." Love. And his his uh, his friend that uh, or our friend that, that was like really into the game and wanted us all to play and got it for everyone. Um, doesn't have like two steps down from a cell phone yet, I guess, or something. It's like, <laughs> so he's kind of poking fun at him. So yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to this game that I heard secondhand, but <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to it. It's a really deep game. Um, so do you have another on your list? Did we hit all four? Or is that th- three, three out of four? Uh, or is there still one more? I have one more on my list. It's a game that I've talked about before. Okay. Kenshi. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember this one. Yeah, um, I, I haven't to... heard of this one before. I don't think. Yeah, yes, we talked have. about it. We I talked, talked about, about it in it. the in the post apocalypse games. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You did mention this game before. Oh god. This yes. is this is a game that uh, was literally problematic for me because I just I could not stop playing it. <laughs> um, uh, I had not wishlisted it before i have now rectified that and i went and found it and wishlisted it so there we go yeah so uh With kenshi really is... fucking creepy camels jesus what <laughs> that screenshot the skull camel oh yeah the giraffe yeah, yeah. thing oh yeah okay. i hate those things by the way they will wreck your shit uh so kenshi is a uh well it's a comp- it's an rpg uh primarily mm. but um there are huge survival elements to it, uh, depending on which start you choose, because there's like a billion different starts, and there's mods that add even more starts. But you can get literally plopped in the middle of nowhere with nothing on your back, with just the shirt on your back, and you have to survive from there, like by punching like skull giraffes to death to get um, food. So it's like playing the depraved in, in uh, Dark Souls. Yeah, you the, can. The dep- yes. Yeah. Uh, but and yeah, Kenshi is a, yeah, it's an RPG where you can do and be anything. Um, and you do have hunger that you have to fulfill. And if you don't keep, if you don't keep yourself fed, you will die. Uh, your stats mm. will go down and you will eventually starve to death and die. Unless you're playing as a robot. Unless you have, there are robot, uh, there's a robot race. <laughs> That's funny. But now there's a lot of factions. Interesting. There are a lot of factions that hate the robots though. Mm. It's implied that. That artificial intelligence caused the apocalypse. So there's a few factions that will just kill robots on site. Oh, okay. I was going to say, the only time I've ever played... Like, I've, I've never really been into robots. The only time I've played a robot, though, and been like, this this is what I want to play, is uh, what we're doing for side quests now. Warframe, there's a, there's a robot class that pretty wrecks. <laughs> but yeah, um... I will see. I, I do. I, I am interested in Kenshi. I do want to play it. And uh, I like the monster designs in this. And I know that it's such a weird thing to latch onto in games. I'm sorry. I'm the monster ecologist. I love monsters. And I love when people make up crazy cool monsters. And one of the screenshots is this crazy weird dinosaur looking furry thing. That just like, I love it. The thing looks amazing. Hold up. I'm trying to I get don't... a picture of one of the skeletons. That's what the robots are called. They're called skeletons. Oh, okay. It's because they look like a steampunk skeleton. 
This I'm, I just uploaded a picture in our in our chat. That's what I was talking about more. Like oh, those things are more thing. like yeah, those things oh are more God. like gorillas. Yeah, those things fucking suck. It's just in the promotional screenshots, that beast looks so amazing. Yeah. That thing uh, those terrifying. things suck. Yeah, they suck. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, in Kenshi, um, you you can start out as like a lone person, or you can start out with however you want. Really, there's so many mods for start for different start modes. But you are just mm-hmm. like a random random wanderer in this like uh, steampunk post-apocalypse uh, wilderness. You can either, you know, go to town and just, like, start working for the bar or something as, like, a bartender. Or you can, like, you know, beat up some car- beat up some traveler and steal their stuff and then sell their stuff and become a merchant. You can, like, go practice martial arts until you're, like, a kung fu master or something. You can do anything in this game. It's so open world. But, the like I said in the post-apocalypse games cast, the guy who designed it designed it with the philosophy in mind that he is the player's enemy. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'll run into these, like, gorilla shark, land shark guys that are just gonna, like, eat you if they catch you alone. There's, like, these other things that are, like, um, trying to think. It's like if, if you mushed a, uh, a brontosaurus with a crane. Like the bird crane. Okay. So imagine, like, a brontosaurus with, like, a crane face. And, like, those things will just peck you to death and, like, or... You know, you'll run into bandits that want to steal your stuff, and they'll, like, chop off your arms and steal all your stuff. <laughs> now but, I'm yeah, just thinking also, of, like, a combination of, between a brachiosaurus and, like, one of those, like, industrial cranes, like the ones that you see in construction sites. Lol. Oh, my God. It's, like, just wrecking ball. It's just... You're like, oh, my God. Hang on, I'm trying to find a picture of it. That's a that's a bad picture. I can't find a good picture of one. I'll take anything I can get. There you go. Um so uh, also the Jeez. another thing with Kenshi is that injuries are permanent. So like if you like lose a thumb or you lose a hand, like that is gone. And you now like are left-handed forever or something. I don't yep. think the skeleton guys, or if the skeleton guys lose parts, you can only, you can find, like, a mechanic who sells parts and, like, stick a new one on. Or you can okay. stick a robot arm on yourself. That's another thing you can do, but it doesn't work as well unless you're a robot race. That is actually pretty that cool, makes, though. That makes sense, though. Yeah. I'm good. I, I, I'm down. I do want to play, the, play this game. It's just, you know, I'm playing a lot of different games at the same time. Like yep. Final Fantasy VII Remake, I'm playing Book of Demons, I'm playing um, Monster Hunter World on the PC, I'm playing Monster Hunter World on the PlayStation again with my brother sometimes, like, it's just, whew. and then XCOM, like I said earlier. Yeah, um, so, uh, just, uh, Kenshi by Lo-Fi Games, it came out of, a. Uh... It came out of Alpha in uh, December 2018, although it was in Alpha for, like, years because it was developed by, like, two people. Um, and sadly, this game runs like a brick. Oh. Uh, yeah. They've, they've had a few optimization updates, but it's still... It, it really chugs along, even on a really good computer. 
Hopefully a problem they won't have with Kenshi 2, because Kenshi 1 apparently made them, like, all the money that they could ever have dreamed of. Well, it's on the wish list, at least. So, we shall see. So, that's uh, those are all my games. Awesome. Um, so, all we have left are is a couple honorable mentions that I wanted to talk about. I have briefly played these two. I do not have enough knowledge about them to continue to talk about them but they came up in like uh honestly i was trying i was having trouble like even remembering like what did i even play that would be a survivor craft like don't starve came up in this search also i was like oh yeah i did play that um and of course rim world i i knew i I, that's from the previous discussions of course minecraft um but the honorable mentions are arc survival involved evolved sorry um arc is pretty big game about Surviving in a dinosaur island against other people and other things. It's kind of built-in worry about other people being assholes. Uh, online game. Um, I played it very briefly. I punched a tree till I got enough wood to make a hut. Um, we have a friend, uh, Phoenix, that plays it quite a bit. And so if I ever need to get into that, which I might at some point. Um, Ark is interesting to me because i like dinosaurs and there's a lot of different dinosaurs in this game she um, would love to she would love to play ark with you she'd love to play ark with anyone i i know and she and she said that now i'm not so sure about this but i believe that there um there's a modding community around ark where they actually have like models of like monster hunter monsters um, there is yes yeah that, that uh, is a thing yeah, like, I saw the models for Egnactor. Oh my god. It is amazing. That's my, uh, that's my number two monster behind Diablos is Egnactor. Because I love it. Uh, basically for ecology it, reasons is, is really, why I love really that awesome monster. monster. Um, you know why it clacks its teeth? I got nothing to say about Ark. I've never played it. Sorry. No, nah, it's fine. Do you, uh, Morg, do you know why uh, Egnactor clacks its teeth? Wait. Does it, like, have, like, gas or something like that that it has to ignite? Yeah. So it cannot just spew fire. It has a gas that it ignites with the uh, sparks it creates with its teeth. I so knew it. it. <gasps> I knew it. That's like and those dragons cool. in that one that one documentary they did. Yes, that makes so like sense what why it, there are like little sparks that come out of its mouth. It's because it's prepping to fire that big beam of gas. Well, super yeah. gas that you know that it ignites. But I mean, like it needs to clack its teeth. And I've always noticed, hey, there are sparks that come out of its mouth whenever that's, it does that. That's also why when it first starts using the beam attack, it can't control it, and it has to arc it around like a fire hose. Because it's actually more powerful than its neck, and it has to sort of like can whip it around to control it. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I did watch that film, The Last Dragon. Uh, that was like a make... fake documentary. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say that that would make sense because like the initial burst, like the amount of pressure that comes out of it, it would be like you know um, firing out like too much pressure from a like a like a fire hose or like a water hose. If it's got too much pressure and it's just firing it out now, too quickly, it'll just go all over the place. Now tell me any monster in world that does anything like that ecology wise. None. 
I mean, like, the None. ecology for a lot of monsters, like, in the older games was just absolutely insane. But, like, in the new stuff, it's like, hey, Nergigante grows spikes. Yeah. It has yeah, rapid just... regeneration, which is fine, right? I mean, that's sort of like mm-hmm. a Hydra thing. Uh, Hydras have had rapid regeneration while they regrow heads. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like, there's apparently, not, like... Apparently, I would really like there to be asexual. a... I would really like there to be a Hydra in Monster Hunter. I would too, and they faked us out with one of the monsters. There's actually a fake Hydra. Yeah, um, Nakarkos. A false Hydra? Nikarkos. It is a false Hydra. <laughs> oh wait, the false Hydra is something else. Yeah. Oh, were you thinking something else aside from Nakarkos? No, 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 no. no. False Hydra is an actual monster. A false oh. Hydra is a weird is a weird D and D monster that kind of made the rounds uh, several years ago. Yeah. What edition did it come in? No, it's it's something that a it blogger made up. It was a fan thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I it's it's a really weird wait, thing. I can't explain it very well, but I was just making a reference and messing with Fort there. God yeah. No. Um. It. it so the Nurkarkos is like a Hydra. We won't say a false Hydra. Is like a hydra because it has tentacle, <laughs> tentacles that have bones on it that look like skulls. So you have these like ju- different like bony skulls coming out of the ground. There's only ever two, but like, you know, they're like, oh, there could be more, but whatever. When we first didn't know about the monster that much, uh, which is a generations monster, my right? Yeah, it was yeah. originally in generations, and yeah. um. It was like, oh, we have a hydra, and then it's just really just like a giant cuttlefish that it is that it masks its tentacles with bones. And I was like, it's got a great theme too. I love that thing. I hate those stupid blue uh, like beams that shoot out of the ground the like s- these big geysers. I hated those as a gunner. I, just I do to kill you. I do like the fact that it was the first monster and probably the last monster to have a status that was basically glue. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah, you have like glue on you. Every- and if you rolled, you get covered in bones everywhere. So, but it, it, so you get trapped, that yeah. That does make sense because like, it uses that to entrap its prey. So like all of like those apex yep. predators that end up falling into that bone pit, they get covered in the mucus and then the bones and then it just eats them. And just then- eats them, yep. And yep. I thought that was really cool that it actually uses, like, their elemental typing. Uh, like, just from the parts of it, their bodies, kind of like a like a hunter would. So it would gather, like, uh, yeah. the electrical nodes or electrodes, whatever they are, from, like, Legiacris. Yeah. And then, like, shoot them all on the ground and create electric fences. Or it would use gla- uh, Glavinus's parts to create, like, fire. Um, what else did it mm-hmm. do? Um, I think it had Urigon's it- jaw. Yes, it had Ergon's jaw, so it would just and slam things. Bracky's pounders, yeah, mm-hmm. it had a whole bunch of like uh, tools at its disposal. It was a really cool monster. Could it was be. the hunter monster. Yeah, yeah, essentially. So yeah, and we were the hunters of the hunter monster. We hunter were monster hunter. Um, so so back away from Ark and Monster Hunter is my last honorable mention, which is this war of mine. Now this is a very. Um, <gasps> This is a very um, politically charged game. It's a very uh, brutal, as, like, sad anti-war. game. Yeah. Ooh, politics? Um, I, politics. I own it on PS4. 
I played it for literally 15 minutes and put it down. Because, honestly, I like the message that they're doing with this game. It's just, for me, not fun to play. Um, yeah. Uh, essentially, you are, like, survivors, right? You gotta have, like, food, shelter, and that kind of stuff. But you're civilians in a war, which I don't know if it's said what that war is. Or who? Hang where on. You're yeah, at. yeah. I'm looking it up. I think it was a specific point in a certain war. Hang, but you keep going. Um, but essentially, um, you are playing a community of survive, like survive. I think you are a person, but you head up a community or build a community of survivors. Um, in this, it feels like a post-apocalypse, but what it's supposed to emulate is actual civilians during a war, living in a war zone. During an actual war. Yeah. Okay. So okay. it's um, it's uh, it it never says what uh war it is, but it is uh heavily implied to be uh like the siege of Sarajevo, which went mm-hmm. from 1992 to 1996. Right. So it's just like devastation all around you. You're just trying to find like one of the things is you can send people out to get food and resources and stuff. And, um, like, you can lose people because they get caught by soldiers or that kind of thing. It's not like there's... N- and and are really, it's not seen as um, any... Either side is good or bad. It's like, it's all bad because either side will kill you. Yeah, uh, you're, and you're just a civilian, like, stuck here in this, like, apocalyptic situation. Right, and, it, like, no one's coming to save you, so you have to survive. Um, this was in made by uh, 11-Bit Studios, and this game developer name is just so crazy. Crunching Koalas SP.ZOO. Like, I don't know what, what that developer name is, but, like, whatever. <laughs> and it was in 2014. I didn't, I didn't mention ARC was initially released at Early Access in 2015. And since, and then there, I, I don't know which, which studio did what with ARC, but it's Studio Wildcard, Virtual Basement, Instinct Games, Effecto Studios, Abstraction, and Instinct Games SAE. So, uh, okay, Instinct Games is said twice. So that's probably just different studios. But, yeah, so, like, five different developers, like, as in companies for ARC. That was also insane. All right. Um, oh, it gets handed around quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, oh, there is, I'm, I, did you know about the, the DLC that they made for this War of Mine? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. So they released a DLC called The Little Ones. And, uh, it basically adds an extra survivor who is a child. Oh, no. And you have to keep that child not only fed and alive, but you also have to keep it from, like, going into a deep depression. You can eventually teach Uh. it basic skills, like cooking or, uh, tending to the crops. And it will eventually bond with one of the adults in the party and, like, snuggle up to them at night. But, uh, uh, the game basically becomes keep this child alive and keep them from being too traumatized by the war. Oh my gosh. That sounds impossible. I like that it adds a very human element to the game. Well, at least more human elements to the game. But goddamn. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I remember, I remember um, my husband bought this because uh, it, it had all these rave reviews and it sounded like his kind of game. 
And I think he played it for two or three hours and he just couldn't deal and just gave up. And this was without that DLC. Yeah, like it's it's severely brutal. It's I dare say that that it's not a fun game to play. It's more about the message than anything else. Yeah, it's like it's like playing fucking papers, please. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Yeah, for sure. Or yeah, just like I can't I can't imagine that 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 a lot of people had fun, quote unquote, playing this. But you know, there there are games made not for you know entertainment in that aspect, more for entertainment or you know awareness in, in more in that aspect i have Engagement. played getting over go. it i know exactly how painful games can get Ugh. get getting over it i never even heard of that with bennett foddy the one where you're a guy in a black cauldron with a sledgehammer and you have to try and trek up a mountain Oh yes! Oh, that game. I know what that you're game. talking yeah, about. I've played. That I didn't game. recognize it from what you were <laughs> oh, saying. I watched. I, I watched Game Gumps play it. I watched. Oh, uh, I watched this clip of. Uh, I watched this clip of a guy falling in r slash watch people die inside. And he yeah. felt like the the gif of the guy falling lasts for about a minute and a half. Just the guy falling while the streamer <gasps> just like watches in horror. It is. It was. No. It was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You don't die in the game, but when you lose progress... You die. You die inside. Oh, yeah. It's a whole different level of death. It's like, oh, kill me. Oh, no more. But yeah. um, This game... Yeah, this would probably be entertaining in a similar fashion to getting over it with Bennett Foddy, where it's like... It's masochistically difficult. The message behind it is good. But the game itself is awful. Alright, so, I gotta so see I, this I, gift. Yeah, I just linked to that clip. I'm gonna have to take a look at it as well. This is gonna bring back so many memories. Oh. For, me, for me, it's not moving. It just could be my internet, though. We shall find out. Okay, so he didn't fall for as long as I thought he fell. My bad. Okay, I mean, yep. Oh, this but is like he looks like he's having a stroke. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh man, this is going to be so bad. <laughs> it hasn't oh, loaded please. yet, but his oh, face please. immediately looks like just on the initial like screen doesn't look good. Oh yeah, man. like so you're just a guy in a pot. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this, and oh, it looks man. like it gets pretty tricky at times. Oh, it's he's one of those. all the way back at the bottom. I love it. Oh, man, it's so he, brutal. He, he looks like he's having a stroke <laughs> as he watches it. He's just like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> I take such delight in this. This is so funny. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm a hum- I'm a terrible human being. Oh, I feel so bad for him. <laughs> he looks like he's gonna cry. <laughs> Holy cow! Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, oh, I geez. feel his pain. I relate to that one hundred percent. That game is just not fair. Oh, I remembered watching Markiplier play it and PewDiePie playing it, and yeah, were... I saw Game Grumps <laughs> play it. Oh my god, that game will kill your soul. That oh, jeez. Oh hell! And once it's done with your human soul, then it'll take your shoes off. Anyways, both the souls on those. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> Well, I mean, like, that's all that we had for this, this I like genre. Um, I didn't know where you were going Morg? with that with the shoes. I like that. <laughs> that's huh? You have no soul. Ed? What are you talking about? What? I'm wearing shoes. I have You're... more. I've got two souls. Oh, okay. I like that. Um, maybe I was cutting out there. That's probably what was happening. Anyways, uh... um, so, Morg, uh, you're up next. What are we doing? Next time oh, we suggest man. games. What are we going to do for games? Oh, this is a really good question. Okay. We uh, should pick a category that we all actually have now. Okay. Uh, okay, good. Uh, ooh, you know what we should do? We should cover horror games. Ooh, yes. Horror thriller games. I think that would be a fun one. Because I know that everybody's got a good number of them on their list. And I've got quite a number of them as well. So, yeah. We should try that one. How do you guys feel about horror slash thriller games? Spoopy games? Well. Yes, spoopy yeah. games. Yeah, we'll we'll cover spoopy games, yes. <laughs> um, Pan, how do you feel about it? Um, I, uh, have very limited experience with the genre, because I don't play games that stress me out. Same here. But, <laughs> if, uh, Man, it's Morg's choice, I, yeah, I honestly... Yeah, no, 20 fine. games. Yeah, Morg... Uh, that's um, fine. I, I will have two eventually... games, and one of yeah. them is Don't Starve, which isn't really a horror game. The other one okay. I've got is, like, Sunless Sea, which is more like a creeping horror than a thriller game. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that's that's Lovecraftian for sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, do you guys have any experience with games that do a lot of jump scares or like you know like builds tension? Yes, and, and I have some good stories around Resident Evil, but that's probably it. <laughs> um. So well, the 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 biggest jump scare I've ever had in a video game is when the Redeads uh jumped me in Ocarina of Time. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a perfect of horror in that game. That is a but, perfect uh, feeling of, like, how I felt about the Enders as the Redead when I was a kid in Ocarina of Time. Yeah, but that's, like, the, that was the first and last jump scare I accepted in video games. I hate <laughs> it when they scream, paralyze it, and then they just jump on top of you and just start biting you. I'm like, what the hell did you get off of me? I think they die to sunlight, yeah. though, right? They do. They do. That's why you play the sun song in their presence. I didn't mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know about going into the crypt to get the sun song. So my very first time after, you know, pulling the master sword out and going back to Hyrule Castle Town, I just thought that was like oh. a skinny person and I just walked right up to it. Oh no. <laughs> and it was like midnight and I was let's see, I was like nine or ten years old, something like that, and I just like chucked my controller and went to bed. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I will do some research, Morg. I probably have a few to talk about, um, but it's not a genre that I 
flock to. It's only because of a recent podcast that I've got into that I've even accepted horror movies. Like, I'm not a big... I don't like being scared. I don't like being stressed. And I think, Pan, you feel the same way about it. Like, it's yep. just... It's just not... It's not my thing. Um, like, a lot of people... And, and I've learned this from... Um, by the way, if you guys ever want to check him out, the podcast I'm talking about is called The Horror Virgin. It's literally about a guy who watches with two horror buffs who hates horror movies because he hates jump scares and his <laughs> review on what the, the movie is like. So usually if it's really scary, his, his review is I hate it. Um, but they don't review based on how good the movie is. They talk about how scary the movie is. So they have a scary scale. And oh. they talk they talk about the movie after having just watched it together. And uh, they go like scene by scene with their notes, and it's actually really cool. Um, and so, um, oh man, okay, sorry. Uh, one of the things that um, I have noticed that a lot of people like in horror games and movies, and they talk about this on the podcast, which is why I was getting to that. Sorry, um, is that a lot of people like getting scared and that kind of stuff to help them have some sort of control. Or feeling of, like, a fear that they can sort of, like, handle versus, like, an existential fear in their life or other problems in their life. So they sort of handle it with scary stuff. Um, I can get that. I can understand that. It's a lot of working out your problems. And a little bit of real talk. Like, I've never really had any serious problems in my life until my divorce. And then that's when I started watching some scary stuff. Like that was, and I, I didn't know that I was just like, why am I watching this? And I didn't really question it. And I started listening to this podcast and I talked about that one time and I was like, Oh shit. That's why I started like, Holy cow. I didn't even realize that about myself. And so, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like, a, it's like a fear you can control instead of something you can't. Um, so I never really had an experience like that because I had a pretty fairly good and decent life for a long time (laughs) yeah i mean like i'll admit that i mean like horror films i don't like them i think that they're either really stupid funny or boring and so half the time yeah that was my thought to begin with half the time that i'm watching a horror movie with somebody else if it's either me and my brother and we're just laughing our asses off at it practically crying it's because it's so funny or I'm just ruining it for everybody else who is like a horror enthusiast, and I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense why any of this should even be scary at all. And uh, I think, it, what was it, The Unborn, there was like a scene where uh, the girl goes into like uh, the medicine cabinet that, y- you know, the the ones that are in like bathrooms with like the mirror, and then you open up the mirror and there's all your medicine, right? Well, she opens it up, and then there's this undead baby thing going, Aah! and then she's like, Aah! and I'm like, oh my god. That is terrifying. That child has access to all that medication. Somebody <laughs> very irresponsible. And then everybody's like, shut up, you're ruining the movie. I was just laughing my ass off. Oh, man, it's just so good. I love making fun of stuff. So um, uh, the first movie that I actually watched, like, and so they tell you, like, what, we, what we're doing now is, like, we talk about Hey, we're going to talk about this game series or this game type next week. We do it with side quests. Hey, we're going to play this game next time. Play along with us. They do that with these movies. And the only time I ever watched one within that time frame was Hush. uh, Like a thriller movie. 
And, like, I enjoyed it, but damn, I was scared the beginning part of it. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not sure that, uh, I'm still cut out for horror stuff, but I'm doing it because I just like the show, so. We'll see about the horror games, because I can probably find a few that I have played. I, definitely Resident Evil. Resident Evil is 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 definitely oh, in, yeah. within that genre and i have some Absolutely. really good stories about specifically horror and resident evil 2 specifically um, oh yeah <laughs> that's resident a good evil game. 2 um so yeah um is there anything else that we want to talk about with um survivor craft or even horror games I want to uh, save all the horror stuff for later because I've got yeah, like yeah, a yeah. pretty good list of games that we can probably discuss on that. I will I probably what, smile there's, and there's nod a... while you guys talk next week, and that's just fine. <laughs> Take a week off. Just kick back and relax. <laughs> pretty much. Um, I, I'm not into yeah. horror. I like creepy things, and I'll get into this more when we talk about horror games, but uh, I like creepy okay. things. I don't like scary things. Well, I mean, we could also sure. talk about creepy games too. I mean, like you know, the kinds. I've got a few of those goosebumps. Yeah, 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 and that that kind of thing I like, and like I'm, I, I like creepy games. So I, I think I have a few creepy games that I can talk about, but I don't think they're horror games. But they are like I don't know. It's horrifying if you stop to think for a couple minutes. Sure. Oh. So like uh, like, maybe yeah, like, yeah. maybe sort of combine it to be like horror and creepy or. Yeah, spoopy. Yeah. That's why we're spoopy. going with spoopy. Yeah, we're yeah, going spoopy with spoopy games. games. <laughs> Things that unsettle you or scare you. There we go. Mm -hmm. Like a more broad topic, like uh, when we did a post-apocalypse. Yeah, so spoopy games. Spoopy. All right. I've seen a lot of spoopy games, and I tell you what, I'm really fucking tired of Microsoft advertising Granny to me. On my freaking desktop. I don't know why it does it. I remember that game. That game is so scary. <laughs> it's actually a scary game. Uh, I, I, I saw... Spider. I don't know who I saw. Markiplier, maybe, was playing. Yeah, yeah, he played a lot and, of that game. Uh, I don't watch him too often anymore, but I did see him play that at least twice. It's just like some stupid horror game with some grandma thing in it, Pan. Like granny tries to kill you if she finds you uh i will not she take finds that you game outside of your room you. you're allowed to have that game um, on your list i am not putting it on my list because i have not played it the reason why i'm why He's i'm just mentioning sick of the ads it, I, th literally on my desktop while we are podcasting i will get two ads from microsoft about granny and, and i don't know is, why this it's is about why this i run an oldest fuck version of windows <laughs> Yeah. Like I like Windows 10, but the the fact that they advertise on your desktop infuriates me. Like this little pop-up like, "Hey, maybe you got a message or something." Cuz that part's useful, right? But no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, "Hey, Granny is for sale on this." I'm like, "Why are you telling me about Granny? I don't care about Granny." Like, quit it. So I have to go clear notifications because now I have they have to treat my computer like a damn phone. Oh look, yeah, it has tablet only, mode if I want to put it in tablet mode. Yeah, I've only got Windows Seven, screen. but I'm offline on that machine. I don't worry about going on the internet on that. I just use my Mac for it. 
beautiful I mean, beautiful how else am i gonna hunt no with ads. people i gotta mm. hunt with people right yeah that is true that is very very true wait maybe you can get some ad blocking software or something like that you know tell you know i think Google i just to need stick to stick two fingers you know I think I just need to create my own horror movie in real life for the ad agency at Microsoft. That's what I need yes. to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. just, We're wrapping up now. Just go all creepypasta on them. Yes. No ads yes. on desktops. They'll just You'll be, be like, cursed <gasps> forever. They'll be like, no ad revenue? Dum, dum, dum. Alrighty. Well, um, we can talk a little bit about D and D tonight, or we can end it here. What What do you guys think? I need to end it tonight here because okay, everybody is being very loud and noisy, and I made a promise to my dear old mama that I would wash the dishes as long as she would stop clanking them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Mom, I'll That's do the a good deal. You. Just stop making all that noise. Oh, this I'm is... in the middle of recording. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have a, I have a video clip for you that I'm going to send you later that relates exactly to this. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to see this. Um, no, Alrighty. like, it's going to take me a couple minutes to find it so we can be done recording, and I'll send it to you later. I'm excited to see it. All righty. Well... Thank you guys for joining us tonight with the Survivor Craft Games. This is your host, Fortuan. You can catch me at HuntersHubPod on Twitter. Um, you guys will probably see me asking for PC players every once in a while on Monster Hunter. Um, I'm not. I'm finally at a point where I feel comfortable actually playing with people now that I'm in mid to end high rank. Um, I'm going to be getting into Master Rank soon. Um, but I have been clearing optionals along the way, so I've been taking my sweet time and crafting every lance tree i can because i'm now a lancer on the pc version still charged light on ps4 you are going to love the ruiner nergigante lance it has such high sharpness really good raw and really decent dragon you're gonna love it probably for dragon oh you want to hear something more since I started playing uh, on PS4 again, I sold all my Safi Jiva weapons, and I refused to make more. Good on you, man. Sold them all. Forget sold the them. meta. They're gone. Forget it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, now um, the Kulptaroth Master Rank weapons are now, you know, part of the meta. It's like... Uh, well, it's... I didn't I didn't play during Kulptaroth, so I don't even... I want to I wanted at least do it, but I, I have done Furious Rajong and... Um, Bracky, mm, raging yeah. Bracky. Good weapons, so, both of them. Both of them have very, very decent weapons. I haven't, I haven't crafted either, but um, we're intending. My brother and I are intending to. So, anyways, that's. Uh, oh yeah, and I guess I said I would do this. I do have a Patreon. If you guys care to donate, uh, it's just Fortwan at Patreon.com. So it's like Patreon.com/slash/Fortwan, and um, I have tiers on there. Like, talk about podcasts episodes eventually um and ecologies is the big thing i have on there that i talk about i do the monster ecologies for D D. um so yeah and i'm still working on kieran um it's almost done though so by the time we talk next time it'll be out so yay and uh i'll see you guys in the next quest and morgue where are you i will be hard at on work on that quest but I will try my best to find time to be able to see you guys on Twitch and on Twitter and on Discord. 
you know, mm-hmm. when I have the time for it. But hey, um, don't forget about our Tuesday game. Boom. Oh yeah, I've got. Oh yeah, we've got our Pathfinder Two game coming up. That's going to be a lot of. Yeah, fun. and that will be recorded and posted here all as well. And it's it's oh. much in the style of what what Pan was doing or is doing from time to time, where we're yeah. just raw audio upload. Oh yeah, and I'll be playing Chub Chub the Goblin. <laughs> and I will be yeah, playing the be DM. Quite fun. Yes. I really regret that I couldn't be in that game. <laughs> it's okay. You. You can join. It's not like it's still an open invite for you, Pan, at any time. Um, I, uh, I may or may I will consider it. It depends on what happens with uh, a current job situation that I've got going on. I'm, yep. I'm kind of at a crossroads Understood. where I have one job to pick over the other, and depending on mm-hmm. which job I go with, I may or may not. Right, mm-hmm. and that makes we'll sense. See. All good. No pressure. Yeah. Yeah, no lie. <laughs> like since this is going to be my first Pathfinder game, like this is seeing how the sorcerer plays out very similar to like the warlock in Fifth Edition. I think I'm probably going to like this quite a lot. I just need to get used to the platform, and then that's when I can really sink my teeth into it. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're gonna be ready for Tuesday, right? Oh, absolutely. All right. <laughs> and uh, Pan, where can we find you? Um, right now you can find me looking around YouTube trying to find this clip that I wanted to show Morg. I think I found it. Um, but you can find me on r slash D&D behind the screen. And uh, you can find me on Discord. I'm not playing so much Animal Crossing lately because I also got bored with it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's fun for a while. And I'm just... Yep. It's just... Oh. I'm done. The novelty yep. Same wore here. out. Oh. Well, it, that, that kind of always me. happens with Animal Crossing games for me. Yeah, I I imagine so. Like, I only really got it to play with uh, the girlfriend I had at the time that we were no longer together. So, I've played it maybe twice since, <laughs> and that's it. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a drive anymore. So, alrighty. Well, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.